We're back with Trista, Ryan, and Nick on BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. A couple of potential rookies of the year with big nights, big moments last night. De La Cruz is 8-1 to one to win NL Rookie of the Year. Matt McClain, 25-1. to one. A little bit farther down there, but that was his debut. That was Ellie De La Cruz's debut. This guy's a number one ranked prospect. 12 home runs, 11 stolen bases down in AAA. And what the Reds did last night to that L.A. Dodgers team was absolutely incredible, Trista. And, you know, when I went to Cincinnati, uh, I, I did an event at Great American Ballpark for the opening of the BetMGM studio or a BetMGM Sportsbook, excuse me. And I was talking to some people who worked for the team and worked for BetMGM, lived in Cincinnati for a long time, and they said, oh, you don't understand. Like, when the Bengals are good, it's a vibe. But when the Reds are good, the whole city is on fire. It is electric. We are dying for baseball. And if the Reds do get good, I tell you what, it's going to be really good for the city. It'll be really good for baseball. And it'll just be good for, like, fans of the game. It's a 3-2 lead right now for the Dodgers. What are we in the, uh... Top of the second. There it is. Thank yeah. you. Bottom of the second. Top yeah. of the second. Noah Syndergaard's hair just... I mean, it just flows still. It's just so beautiful. Even after all all these years. No, it's... There's certain markets, right? Certain cities that just have, like, you think it may be NFL is king, but it's not the case. Cincinnati's not the case. But, I mean, not only did they have that, that three-run comeback... They've been in this weird stretch, right? They won five straight, then they lost four straight. Now they have back-to-back wins. You snapped a nine-game losing streak against the Dodgers, and before that loss, the Dodgers had won 118 straight games when leading by five or more runs at any point in a game. So, like, there were all of these things working against the Reds. Those are the types of situations where, especially over a long season, you can use it and pinpoint to it, and that's what rallies a team to make look. Nick, not win the, the the World Series like the Nats did when they were 19-31. and 31. But you have these moments where teams can use that to rally around it. And this is a big confidence booster for a young Reds team with what they did to the Dodgers. Yeah, man. I, uh, I like seeing these smaller market teams do mm-hmm. well. I really do. Uh, like you said, 28-33. and 33. That's not that much fur- further off than where the Nats were, though. Right, they were nineteen, 19 and thirty-one in May, yep. and then they had that really bad series against the Mets, and we thought at that point, uh, Davy Martinez was going to get fired. I mean, that was the conversation everywhere, and then all of a sudden something just clicked, and it's like we see we see this not you see it with certain teams, right? Yep, they have to have that either it's a a, a feeling of we got nothing to lose. Or it's a young team that's just excited to be out there. Or it's a veteran team that's been there before. The Nats are kind of more of the veteran team. It's like it's been a lot worse for us. The Heat are a veteran team that also felt like they clearly had nothing to lose. I'm not saying the Reds may even be a playoff team, but what I am saying is there's some potential there for one of those young, sneaky teams the rest of the way to keep an eye on. Yeah, I can't I can't wait. And also just betting Reds games in general mm-hmm. at home, especially with Hunter Green on the mound. He's been really good. He's a flamethrower. I don't know if he has – like full command but he he throws hard he's got stuff so yeah yeah, I think the Reds are going to be a team to especially as big dogs like if you can get a two and a half with the Reds Mm -hmm. you should probably Mm -hmm. take them they're going to compete in a lot of games I know you're in the lab though you found some players that you were looking at that are either really really in bad spots or really really in good hot spots right now and I think it's this is that moment right you may start to see some players hit those slumps especially younger players, you get out there and it's like, oh, my God, it's just another day. This is a different schedule than what I'm used to. So this is the time where you can kind of start to 
pay attention to those and find some, whether it's teams. I got a few teams I want to look at, too. But you can also find this with players where maybe the market hasn't adjusted yet. Total bases or hits or whatever the case is. You start looking on the props market when it comes to players that are either hot or you're taking unders if they've been really bad at the plate. Yeah, Marcus Simeon has been ridiculous. He had such a bad year last year. And it's like, what, he had 30, 36 hits in 25 games? That's ridiculous. I think he had like he has a hit streak of like over over 15 games now. You look at him, you look at Wander Franco, uh, Franco as well. 10 games and 11 runs and 18 hits. So he's got So yeah, Marcus Simeon has a 25 game hit streak. That's craziness. Wander Franco, mm-hmm. 10 game hit streak. So these are guys that I think for them specifically, I like them to continue to stay hot. At what point, though? Like, I get this way sometimes, too, the do theory. The do theory, go, for sure. Oh, no. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I abso- absolutely. I think guys that you're, are, like, names that you don't really know, like, for example, Joey Weimer, he has a seven-game history. Joey what? Oh, a Weimer. Oh, it was an M. Okay. Yeah, it's, a, just it's an it, M. Just make it. What? Scott, I'm just asking a question. Don't, very children. Simple. Don't know if I believe. You are a child. Don't know if I believe in him. So yeah, I like. My, I mean, Marcus Simeon has been Bit of a hot dog. One of the key <laughs> reasons. I got dad jokes. Sorry. I've got <laughs> a. I've got a dog. That's. That's not hot right not now. Not hot. No, no, she's cold. No, she's you know what she's cold. barking up, by the way. Hold on. Uh, Mr. De La Cruz and mm-hmm. kudos where words truly deserved. Our friend Jake Hassan, who runs the board yes. and the audio yeah. beautifully out yeah. of Chicago. And is a baseball baseball betting savant. Mm-hmm. He gave out during the power hour during Nick and Ken on You Better You Bet. Mr. De La Cruz, second game. So last night he doubled, hit a rocket, which you heard coming wow. back, courtesy of Bally Sports. Jake gave out De La Cruz to go yard. I'm sure a lot of people were on that, mm-hmm. but Jake said it with conviction. De La Cruz has a home run tonight. That's insane. Go. Boom. Home what was prop. the price on that? I do not know. I will I will text Jake and say, Congrats, buddy. Wow. What, what'd you get it at? He's wow. eight to one to win rookie of the year. That's gonna sure. He was twenty quick. before he even came up. Yep. He was just sort of floating around that yeah. line. I know when I was doing some homework for, for this show last week, I was like, when are they gonna call him up? When are they gonna call him mm-hmm. up? They call him up and I mean again, back to last night, instant impact, walked, doubled, and the double was just a you know, you, you have to see this young man at the plate, switch hitting and just a, a, a mammoth presence. He's six five for bleep's sake. No doubt. That that's that's a, a fear striking shadow right there, standing in the batter's box. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean. One and then of those he guys. went yard tonight. So good for Jake and good for everybody that hopped on that one. Something to consider with the Dodgers too. Coming into this game, they're four and six straight up, and just five and five against the spread in their last ten. But if you look right now too, their rotation is dealing with a whole bunch of injuries right now. This may be a team that you start to fade for a little while in the Dodgers. This may be a moment we're seeing that early, uh-oh, couple of injuries piling up, bad loss, giving up a you know a big lead to the Reds like that. It may have the opposite effect. Not not like, oh, the Dodgers aren't going to make the playoffs. I'm not, this is the, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is there is an opportunity here to maybe fade the Dodgers for at least a little while if this becomes a slump that they stick with. Yeah, and again, they are a team that gets such big lines. Like, they are two-and-a-half two run favorites all the time. And I would absolutely stay stay away from that. Take the the dog if it's a team that you feel like, especially a team that's at home. It's still a two and a half run dog, uh, underdog. That's an interesting look as well, depending on the pitching matchup, of course. Who else are you looking at at player wise? Uh, well, I have some teams as well. Okay, good. I so think, do I. I think in terms of teams trending upwards, if you look at the Toronto Blue Jays, they've really been good in their last ten games. They're seven and three. They picked up three games on the Orioles. They're second in the East now. They're now only. 
uh, for, for second in the East. They're four games behind Baltimore to get that second spot. I like them. Of course, the Rangers have been very hot, too. Uh, eight and two in their last ten. They're in first by four and a half games and uh, averaging six and a half runs per game. Kind of a historically good offense. Even though they've lost out on Jacob deGrom uh, for, for not just this year but most of next year. Yeah. I still feel like the hitting is going to continue to keep them on pace to bet them, mm-hmm. at least to buy in on them. Uh, and then the Miami Marlins have been really good, too. Eight and two in their last ten, just behind the Braves now. They picked up three games on them as well. Uh, and, like, Alcantara had a rough beginning and, and like, is starting to come around. I had the Rangers as a team that was right near the top for me with still having their stock up, especially after the Jacob DeGrom news, because what it did was it spotlighted even more. This team has been winning without him since April 28th. Now they won all of his starts, like all five. He was 2-0 and actually as a starter, but it doesn't matter. We're gonna be, you won't see him maybe until next year's playoffs. And I feel bad for him. We knew this, right? They give him this big deal and you go, oh, yeah, when he's on, he might be the best pitcher in baseball, but he's always hurt every single year and now it's Tommy John surgery for the second time in his career but they got a massive run differential plus 155 I mean they're beating the hell out of teams and that makes the world of a difference I mean they're what also I mean uh, I was trying to oh no this is what I was trying to find so I mean you got to think they're also up there team ERA one of the tops in the majors starters ERA specifically so all of that includes having the fact that Jacob DeGrom has not been out on that mound for most of the season. Yeah, and they haven't, like you said, they haven't been worrying about that. He's been injured for a while now. It's just now kind of over but the shouting. You know what I mean? So the fact that it's now done wasn't really affecting anything that has happened recently anyway. How about the Rays? They've scored three or fewer runs in eight of their last 11 games before they had seven last night. Unders in six of their last seven. I think it's just a, I think it's maybe ride that wave. Until they get hot again, because mm-hmm. they're going to get hot again. Yes. That's what they do. You want to talk about another team with a big-time big, big time run differential, that's a team right mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, I would keep an eye on that. They, it really just kind of, when they had that, they lost 2 of 3 at Wrigley, and then they kind of got right against the Red Sox, but the Red Sox had lost 3 of 4. So it was kind of like a slump buster for them, playing the Sox, because now you're still seeing this longer, like, oh, they're, you know, they got some... They got a big off potent offense, and it's not it's not clicking right well, now. Well, and if you look at their bullpen ERA, which I like to look at in terms of just how sustainable wins can be for them, you know they're the second best bullpen in Major League Baseball. It's Houston with the .83 ERA, and then Tampa with a .9 ERA, and then Cleveland at one one oh two ERA. So everybody else after them mm-hmm. is in the twos. So, yeah, I think Tampa will come around, and I think a lot of their pitching will be uh, the key, especially until their bats warm up again. It kind of always is, though, pitching with them anyway. Yeah. They just, they've found Tyler the, Glass knows that young pitching talent every single year. You could also uh, say your Mets are a little stock down going oh, on, too. Oh, definitely. Once again, Trista. Definitely sell the Mets. Francisco Absolutely. Alvarez, over 14 slump. I mean, they're just, at this point, they're desperate to just hang out around 500. They're yeah. so bad. Dela Cruz was five to one to hit a home run tonight. Five, five to one. one. Yep. That's bad price. Go. That's a bad price for a guy in his second game. Yeah, that's a bad price. Still, he jumped on it. Good for him. You know what? Good for him, Tyler. It's, you enjoy that money. It's hard to hit those and those first basket props or a first touchdown. All of them are just <laughs> brutal. All right, we're going to talk to Pam Maldonado coming up. It's Bet MGM tonight.